Welcome, welcome all. It is I, your Rice Bowl champion, Anthony George. We are so excited to be here. I got Michael and John with me here. <laughs> welcome to the Punishment Pod. Wow. You have us with you like it's We're, your podcast now, huh? This is your show now, huh? That, <laughs> I've taken over. The league's on notice. I tried to get Quinn in on here, but Quinn is not responding to my texts. Yeah, that, uh, he's, that he's all over the world. There. <laughs> he could put you in your place a little bit. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. Well, Michael, I feel like Michael's not, he's not having a great morning here on the pod. He's hung over. He's sitting here with two champions. He's just being reminded of his third place victory here. He's not having it this morning. I'll tell you what. I've been drinking since the semifinal loss. <laughs> Haven't stopped. Until now, the way just it should to do be. the podcast. Yeah, that it's makes been, sense. I, I would also be there. It's been brutal, man. No, another uh, another third place game appearance for me. At least I pulled it out this time. But uh, obviously got bounced in the second round to Jack, our newest member, and then Anthony shows up in the finals and. Um, Pulls out what can only be described as one of the greatest fantasy miracles in the history of this league, <laughs> maybe ever. Anthony, take, take us through. Better myself. Yeah, take us through that and what happened and how you were, uh, how you were feeling. Yeah, it was quite the roller coaster, as you can imagine. Obviously, going into the Monday night, I'm like, all right, Nick Chubb, beast. Najee Harris, dog. No way, I'm losing this thing. Then we got like three quarters into the game and I'm sitting there, I'm on my couch, John's there, my mom's there, we're watching. I'm slumped. I'm deeper in this couch than I've ever been in my life. I was super depressed. Nothing was happening. I was losing hope steadily. And that last Steeler drive, man, I, me and John were the only ones up and we were literally like, all right, there's literally only one chance left because once they get a first down, they're kneeing it. If Najee Harris scores, he's got to do it right here, and that's the only way. And he broke outside, and we were going insane, screaming, yelling. It was, like you said, Michael, it was a miracle. It was crazy. Everyone got up. Alex came out of his bedroom, and my mom came out of her bedroom, and we're like, what What happened? What happened? And I was like, I, something crazy. <laughs> but we, awesome. t- we were talking about it, too, like, if it's Nick Chubb, he breaks off, he gets that first down, he goes out of bounds, and that's it. <laughs> but because it's rookie Najee Harris, he's like, I need this touchdown. <laughs> and he does it. He needs the stats. He needs all the stats he can get. I just could insane. I thought that game was over. And this is the first, uh, the fourth Rice Bowl here is the first actual close one. Um, so this is an amazing Amazing rice bowl, especially after a playoffs where everyone got blown out. I'm like looking at the bracket, like literally every loss up to then, every loser scored like 90 points, exact, like almost exactly within two points of each other. I yep. scored 91, Quinn scored 91, Michael scored 89, Chris scored 89, um, and then the championship game delivered. It really did. That was a fun championship game to follow because um, even the third place game was pretty shit. 
Um, the fifth place game was tight, but nobody cared about that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Um, I did. I won it by one. I was hyped. I got fifth place. It, it's great, John. What does that get you? <laughs> Nothing in this league at all. But then here's Anthony with uh, Nick Chubb only having seven points, and I'm like, wow, this this one's going to hurt, you know. They're playing against each other. Najee's doing well, but he's not absolutely crushing it. And then he goes, and he breaks it. And I think most of the league was, like, kind of following it. But, like you said, you were the guys probably watching it the closest. Because I would have given up hope at that point. So, insane. Um, Anthony, you finally got a championship. I'm kind of glad that you, a veteran, got it instead of a first-year guy like uh when charlie walked in and won a championship it was like this is easy you guys just i don't understand you guys just suck yeah i'm trying to provide some hope to the guys who have been toughing it out and trying to work their way up the ladder here you're giving me hope but here i am between two champions it's like between two ferns but way worse yeah true yeah maybe this time next year michael will be running this podcast who knows who knows could happen I think that's the beauty of it. This year was so cool because there was so much parody, and it finally turned into, like, a real quality fantasy league. Like, in the, in the past, we've been so top-heavy, but this time I think it was really really balanced at the top, which yeah. I liked. Me and Chris getting knocked down the first round was, like, not that surprising, which mm-hmm. is crazy because we were, like, he- both heavy favorites coming in. To the Especially years. Chris. I yeah. mean, bad team. Bad team. <laughs> once, <laughs> once we got there, we were like, yeah, this guy's a first-round exit, no doubt. <laughs> I remember doing the power rankings with you guys. We were like, everyone was unanimous. Like, yeah, Chris is six. <laughs> no, Chris yeah. is, uh, that was kind of funny to see. Like somebody who's on all these metrics, like all these websites, you know, that rank like how good the dynasty teams are. That Chris was by far, by far the best coming into the season, even the best in the playoffs. And um, yeah, to have him get bounced, to have our reigning champion bounced, um, it was uh, pretty crazy. So, and next year Tom's going to be really good, and Alex keeps getting better. So, it's just going to be going to get better, tougher next year. Yeah, which worries me. My team's old; they could they could break at any moment. They already started. <laughs> yeah, I want to see John in some punishments up sometime soon. Oh God, That's, that would be, be nice. I want to see you both <laughs> doing punishments. I, I've been punished. Tom's been punished. Like Charlie's now punished. Like we need we need some turnover. We need you, Chris, John, doing punishments. That would yeah. be awesome. Don't forget about Alex. Alex has been punished. Alex too. has been punished. Alex has definitely been punished. But he didn't, he's not getting punished this year. No, exactly. He pulled it First out. Year. It speaks speaks First to the parody. Year. I think it's, it's funny, John. Nick. I just want to point out a specific moment. I traded Alex Leonard Fournette. And John was like, "This is a dumb move for Alex. This is gonna ruin it for him." And he didn't make, he didn't get punished. And I think it was mainly because of Leonard Fournette. Definitely, I did not expect Leonard Fournette to be as good as he was for sure. I thought he was just gonna. If he was the same as last year, it wouldn't have been worth it for Alex. But now Fournette might be like good for a couple more years here before he gets too old too. Yeah, so, and obviously I didn't nuts. I didn't think that was going to happen. Otherwise, I yeah. wouldn't have traded him. <laughs> you mean you didn't think Leonard Fournette at age 27 was going to be a top 10 running back? Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. No, yeah. no, that was awesome. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy that Leonard Fournette turned out to be really good. They just decided, like, Ronald Jones, like, we just don't need this guy. We're done with him. 
again, that speaks to the funny thing about Chris's team. Like, Rojo was supposed to be the guy. Like, <laughs> Bruce Arians loved him, and then all of a sudden he was just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, we're done with him. Yeah. Damn, you know what this makes me think? Like, us talking about all the players throughout the year makes me wish we, like, prepared, like, awards or something for this episode. I would have been How fun. so? Like, player awards? Um, yeah, like, MVP, breakout yeah, player, player awards, or, like, even team award, like, manager of the year or something like that. I, I think we could still do that. I'm down. I'm Ma- manager down of the year, the me, hands down. Race bowl <laughs> champ. Done deal. All right. Well, let's each submit a vote for manager of the year. Anthony is voting for himself as the champion. Um, I think I'm going to vote for Jack because he made some very smart moves with this team. Um, you know, moving moving guys around, bringing the right pieces in. Um yeah, I, I thought he was pretty masterful with what he did and didn't trade. So I'll, I'll give it to Jack. He really overachieved. Yeah, for me, Jack, yeah, I, I, I like what Jack did. Obviously, like, Grant built a lot of this team, but he did make, like, maybe two or three moves this year. And maybe it's more of, like, what he didn't do. Because I know so many people were, like, out offering him trades. He's the new guy, right? Everyone's going to be like, okay, let's let's try to get Jonathan Taylor off this guy. Let's try Guilty. to get yeah, like, and he. Did, I think it's more of like he came in here. He was smart, and he was like, "Okay, I have a good team. I'm just gonna ride it." Um, besides some moves, like getting Gaskin, I think was a good move and helped him down the stretch. And some, and at some points, Singletary stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Singletary as well. Um, yeah, I think it's hard not to pick Jack. I would like to pick Alex because I think he improved a ton, but he didn't make playoffs, so like, I feel like he's not worthy. Yeah, I, I put Quinn in that conversation too, just because he did pull out the number one seed. And he, yeah, you know I what? Mean, I'm gonna go Quinn. I am actually gonna vote Quinn because Jack did make some moves. Quinn made made, made way more moves, and it really did. He it brought him the number one seed, no doubt. Um, he got rid of some picks, which sucks going forward, but it really made his team amazing this year. Yeah, but think sure. about, yeah, think about the guys that he's brought in. He brought in like Cooper he brought Cup. a cup. He brought yeah. in James Conner. Hunter Renfro, like, drafted Waddle, brought in Zeke. Like, guy made moves. Yeah. I, I, my vote's for Quinn, even though he ended up losing, unfortunately, to Anthony in that first round. I think he had his best year yet, got first place, um, made so many amazing moves. Like, he's just getting better and better every year. So my vote's Quinn. Yeah. I think, I, I think we all touched on some good points, but again i think it speaks to everyone being so good it's hard to pick when everyone is doing well now and we're starting to see it <laughs> yeah. absolutely all right anthony made some good all right moves let's, too, so let's talk about won. um let's talk about the worst value draft pick uh trey sermon in the first round by john and let's talk about the <laughs> best the value is, draft pick that? elijah mitchell in the third <laughs> round by anthony this feels like what a target of the war let's talk about this <laughs> I just had I just had to bring it up because it's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I, that was the worst. I might be one of the worst managers this year. My move sucked. All right, I fucking, yeah. especially that move. That move I just fucked up on so well, bad. I like made a on great top of move. That you gave me. I made a great move to get the second Galladay. pick, and then I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, because I got Galladay, Nicole Ardman, and Trey Sermon. Those three players are awful. <laughs> Those three players are so bad. They're like trash level players, almost droppable. All three of them. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, man, I could have got that pick 
for like Miles Sanders and Mike Gesicki, and I could have taken Jamar Chase. Like that would have been pretty awesome. God, I, I should have just kept the pick and gone with Jamar. I'm so mad. Sad. Char- Charlie doesn't have any picks to trade away, right? Because I, I don't think I can go through that again. I already have those. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Michael, Michael already. I'm good, I guess. Michael did it <laughs> during the season, so we won't remember it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Smart. Yeah. Did it after like week one, I think. I yeah, gave it was him, after uh, week one. <laughs> Jameis. Um, <laughs> So God, bad. Williams. <laughs> we like can't the, even remember. Running Jamal back Williams. on the Lions. Jamal Williams. Jam- and then um, Mark Ingram. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So bad. What is that? The second overall pick again? Or no, it's the fourth what, overall. Third, fourth pick. Oh, so bad. With Jameis. <laughs> Jameis popped Just week one, and I was like, I'm getting rid of him. I don't care what I, mean, I get. I can't talk because I gave away the second pick for like equally as bad. So, um, um, let's go with MVP player. I mean, it's got to be Cooper Cup, right? I think There's it's no way it's Cooper not. Cup. Yeah. yeah, you you could make the case for Jonathan Taylor, but I think it's pretty clearly Cooper Cup. He just team. he was a monster. And I'm I'm proud of Quinn for sticking with him because I was pushing pretty hard in the summer trying to get Cooper Cup because I liked the idea of Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, but he was like, um, uh, I'm gonna stick with this one, and I'm, I'm proud of him for doing that because it paid off big time. These are imagine what my team could have been. <laughs> I'm so mad. I could have had Chase and Cup. I could have had Jonathan Taylor and Debo Samuel, so Ugh, I don't yeah. want to hear that. Can we get a league? Can we get a league <laughs> reset? So I'm, I'm not thinking of what could have been. <laughs> this is why you just work on homegrown talent, guys. You don't have to worry about what could have been. You All my players are old. <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah, that's your fault. I don't have any. I don't have any picks either. You, you built. For, you were built for the win now. Yeah, and I did not win now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you have a title. You can't argue with the fact that you have a championship. Derrick Henry will be back, and he'll be fine for another year or two, and then he'll, you know, go into dust or something. Yeah. James Robinson, his injury, not bad at all. Trust me. Well, yeah, but now he's got Doug Peterson, who hates running the football. Yeah, so. shoot. He, he really likes former Doug Peterson. He really likes, running he back really likes many running backs. It's not perfect. Fun fact. Fun fact, though. It might be really Doug good. Peterson, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen the video of Doug Peterson? Apparently, he likes ice cream a lot. So, oh. could be good for James Robinson. James Robinson <laughs> just got has to give him ice cream and, and then ETM. he'll get more carries. And, and there's like a Twitter be... video, like of him in like the film room, Doug Peterson, and like at the end of every film session, he's like, "All right, we're gonna watch this video, and then I got some ice cream for you guys." <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's I think awesome. this could be good for the Jags in real life. Like Etienne Robinson with Doug Peterson does sound like pretty good but fantasy wise i don't like it yeah so. it's not gonna be good it's gonna be very even yeah. this is miles sanders yeah. boston scott 2.0 yeah oh boston scott that guy's really good i hope okay. he starts getting fantasy points next year for his rocket league performances that'd be great dual sport did you guys see did you see the video the announcement video for him that they made it's like no. awful acting from <laughs> From like the Rocket League players, they're awful at acting, and Boston Scott's just like chilling there, <laughs> and he's he's got he's kind of good at acting in it. But all uh, right, we'll have to yeah. check it out. <laughs> post that in the chat. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go with like comeback player of the year. 
who was the biggest like return guy. I'll throw a few names out there: James Conner, Debo Samuel, um, Patterson, Cordell Patterson would be in there, but he was never really here. He just like showed up now, and we're like, yeah, that's how true. are you good? <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, that was weird as hell. And I think yeah, it's going to be only one no year. sense. I don't think that's going to happen yeah. again. I think I gotta go. I gotta stick with Lenny Fournette, honestly. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I, I liked the the James Conner one stuck out for me when you said it, but also like James Conner just had a ton of touchdowns, mm-hmm. where like Leonard Fournette was like tearing it up on the ground and the air, and I think that was the most surprising for me for sure. All right, here's yeah, I'm going Leonard Fournette as well, uh, but here's the here's here's a fun question: Who after this season, who do you think has the best? fantasy dynasty value who's your number one overall pick if we had to choose next year not including rookies from this upcoming year jonathan taylor taylor nice that's tough say no that's that's a tough that's a tough (laughs) one you gotta say (laughs) no i i want to but i also know how good jonathan taylor is (laughs) And Najee's just in a crap situation right now. Like, the Steelers do not have an O-line. They don't have a quarterback. And Wentz isn't good, but that means they'll give the ball to Taylor. So I think it, it's got to be Taylor. Or do you go wide receiver? Take Jamar yeah, Chase. Or that's what I'm going to say. Chase or Debo's looking pretty nuts now. Mm. Um, yeah, if, if Debo k- keeps up with this whole running back wide receiver thing, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. big problem. He's playing like... Patterson was doing the same thing, but Debo's just, like, better, and it's very scary. Any rookies we think who had, like, a okay year that's that are that we think we might pop off in year two here? Waddle. Yeah, I was going to say Waddle, but he was already really good this year. Yeah. So that's hard. Um, throw I, Bateman see, I expect there, the right, jump guys? from Waddle, Bateman? though. The Bateman? No. <laughs> Not Bateman. <laughs> the Bateman, anyone? John, you made the biggest mistake of investing in Baltimore wide receivers. Uh, nah, two of them, really by good. the way. Exactly. It was a, it was like, a really why? good choice. Trust me. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is not a throwing – he runs the ball, like, majority of the time. Oh, dang. You didn't hear? <laughs> you like, you didn't hear about Aaron Rodgers? He's coming to Baltimore next year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be and nice. Antonio Brown is – Antonio Brown is, too. So <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're dropping uh, – they said they're just going to drop Lamar. They, they don't think they can – trade him no one wants him so they're gonna drop lamar T- and, uh, tyler huntley's the guy anyways yeah <laughs> that as well i'm thinking uh, mac jones mac jones he's gonna be no. the mvp next year he's gonna be starting over josh allen for me every week it's gonna be nuts um gonna disagree with you okay but guys who you're gonna break out next year I- i'd go with elijah moore too I yeah. think he showed some really good promise. Um, Trey Lance is a guy who's going to be amazing next year. <laughs> that guy's coming. I'll see you one. I'll see you one Trey, and I'll up you another. Trey Sermon. Oh, he's <laughs> big second year. <laughs> God, Elijah I'd be Mitchell's so bad. Elijah Mitchell's done. It's over. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. I think that I would be that would be hilarious if if Trey Sermon had a great year next year and I traded John Dirt for him. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. I'll give you a dark that horse, was... Kadarius Tony. Oh, that guy's he coming could be back. He had that one really good week. <laughs> he had an insane week. 
<laughs> he must 13 be targets, 10 catches, 190 yards. Then he Damn. didn't do anything after that the rest of the year. <laughs> he's coming back, though. He's going he's gonna to rise up next year. How about the Patrick Fryer move, huh? Uh, the move is loose. Yeah. The move could Great be loose. Great pick by Alex. Year. Yeah. How about Terrace Marshall? He did nothing this year. You know? Yeah, what happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hype around him, too. Yeah. There was a ton of hype. We were all really like into him, and uh, I don't know. It was just didn't happen. Didn't happen. It was a bad team, too. Yeah. I got to say, one of the steals of the draft, though, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, that guy the sun god. The sun, the sun god. <laughs> what um, what do we think is gonna happen to him? Is he still gonna be good next year, or was that just like a situational thing where they just had to force feed him? Depends. I think with golf, he's gonna be good. Yeah, okay. depends how many. I don't know how many wide receivers they draft and pick up, but it seems like they want to do that. I don't know. We'll see. But I think I think he's a safe slot guy. I think in the draft they're going to go for a more bigger play, kind of like a Jamar Chase kind of guy that's on the outside, going crazy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he looked good. He looked good. All I know is there, um, is someone on this, the offensive coordinator. Someone hyped up that receiver. I think Trinity Benson. He said Trinity we want. He's, the offensive coordinator said we're gonna keep we want to keep Trinity Benson. I see potential in him, so that's why I picked him up. Yeah, didn't we trade <laughs> for him off of the Broncos practice squad? Yeah, traded nice. for a practice squad player. That is the most he's, Lions yeah. move of all time. He's a 25 year old man. Did nothing this year at all, but the offensive coordinator said next year is his year. So he went to East Central Oklahoma for college. So you know he's good. <laughs> John, you know how to you know how to keep your team young. Yeah, good for investment sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, last question before we get to the punishments: Who are you most excited about for the NFL draft, and like any rookies that you're really looking forward to? I haven't looked at it at all. I have no I have no picks until the third round. I, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to get hyped about anyone. This is the worst class I've ever seen, Michael. That's my answer. Oh man, I've been uh I've been researching like crazy that. I kind of wanted to do that last year, John, because I started looking and like I was watching Kyle Pitts when he was at like Florida, and I was like, maybe this guy like will fall to the end of the first round, and I was getting super excited about him, and it got to a point where I was like, shit, like I need to trade whatever it takes to get this man on my team. <laughs> so you're probably doing the right thing. Yeah, I, I did. I've I done think, that almost every year. Like especially that year, I got all three. I just like kept yeah. watching the tape, and I was like, these guys are so good. I need all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be Kenneth Walker, right? Who Who's not excited to see where Kenneth Walker ends up? Yeah, we're all hyped. He's currently projected fifth, though, in our rookie yeah. draft, which means yeah, I they, would get him, which is awesome. They just released – or they just put rookies on here like last week, so this is like early drafts. But, yeah, he's he's fifth right now. Yeah. They've got – there's this is a really good wide receiver class, and then there's a few, there's like three good running backs, and that's it. Um Damn, Kenny but Pickett. Wide receiver is really down. deep. Yeah, and yeah Kenny Walker. Pickett's fallen, fallen to one ten, and he's all mine, boys. <laughs> right now he's he, right now he's fallen way beyond one ten. <laughs> Dang, probably smart. He's not going to get drafted until like the fifteenth pick or something. Yeah, yeah, he's and, going to Pittsburgh. And Matt, Matt, Corral, I mean, he's staying in Pittsburgh. This is not a good quarterback class. I like Billy Zappi. 
That kid's good. You guys probably have no idea who Billy Zappi is, but no, no. Michael just made up some guy's name and was like, "I like this guy." <laughs> West Billy West Zappi. <laughs> wow. Billy Zappi. He's gonna be good. All I right. Like Stevie Cleats. Stevie Cleats is gonna have a good year next year. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got some. You got punishments. This is. We got two punishments. Tom and Charlie are are getting punished. Which seemed like the last two people we also signed punishments to, but last year was so weird. I don't know if that was from like two years ago or when. Like all I remember is Tom and Charlie didn't do their punishments till like the Larry last very last second last year. So they feel like the last people we did punishments to, and now they're getting it again. Tom has first pick at it, and then Charlie, Anthony. What are your two punishments they will be picking between? Yeah, I'm I'm super excited to announce it. Like you said, it was super weird these past two years with COVID. So I've got two COVID-proof punishments um, that I'm very excited about. First option, uh, there's a very famous artist that goes by the name of Sia. Very talented, lovely singer. Uh, she has this song called Chandelier. And in the song, there's this great music video, lots of beautiful choreography, dance moves, costume work. And so for this punishment, you gotta recreate the whole music video. I think it's a four minute song. You gotta try to mimic the dance moves as best as you can, mimic the costume to the best of your ability. Obviously you don't have to go out and buy stuff. Um, but yeah, it's all, we'll put the link in the chat. You guys can see the video for yourself, but it's pretty doable. And I'm excited to see either Tom or Charlie do that one. Yeah, that, that one's so that's good. The, that's the first option. What, what are you guys' immediate thoughts on that? I, I'm excited. I. I've seen the music video. It is doable. It is not. This isn't a taunting task, but it is. It it is going to be funny to see either Charlie or Tom do this. Yeah, knowing what both of them are, I I can picture either of them doing this, and either way, I'm going to have a great time with it. Yeah, um, I, I think this is a great idea. It's creative. It's um, you know, you get to just you have to have fun with it. I feel like and just kind of no shame. Do they have to post this anywhere or just send it to us? Just send us. Okay, let's keep that one. Yeah, we'll keep that one within us. Yeah, yeah, that one. I think. Yeah, (laughs) I want them to fully invest themselves, and they can't really do that if they gotta put that out there. Absolutely. Yeah. But that leads me to my next punishment, which is also a super exciting opportunity for either Charlie or Tom. So, we're in a fantasy football league. We're all competitors. We're trying to perform to the best of our ability at the highest level. So what I need one of you to do is make a mixtape. I need you to make a a hoop mixtape, a huddle, basically a little recruitment blurb video of you. So that starts with things like the weigh-in, like Tom Brady at the combine, like weight, your height, all of your uh, breakdowns like that. I need some some good footage. You running the 40, you doing the shuttle, um, all the different um, combine drills. Need video of you doing that. Uh, glue it all together, maybe some personality traits in there as well. You know, things about yourself, how what you feel good about. Maybe some mock interviews if you want to practice your how well-spoken you are. And after you put all this together as this little uh, thing, you know, you got to put your high school GPA and stuff too, all the basics to getting recruited. I need you to respond to Mel Tucker on Twitter with a link to the video and say, hey, coach, just trying to get noticed. <laughs> so hopefully... <laughs> From this punishment, either Charlie or Tom will get an offer to play football at Michigan State University. <laughs> this will be hilarious Talk if Charlie coming. has to do it because he's because he's not a Mich- he's a Michigan fan. It'd be hilarious if Charlie had to do this. 
Neither of them are state <laughs> fans. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Tom's like not a Michigan fan, so it's less embarrassing for him. He's a Notre Dame fan. I I I, I don't know what he who he roots for. I don't think he really cares between Michigan and Michigan State. But yeah, it's more funny for Charlie, who is like very much a Michigan fan, lives in Ann Arbor, or is from Ann Arbor originally. So that would be hilarious. Yeah, and I want to emphasize, of course, we'll put all the details in the chat and stuff, but I want to emphasize you're really like trying to get recruited here, all right? <laughs> so try to paint, paint yourself in the best likeness. You can pick what position you are. Um, Background get some music, really good footage yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, good position? I need, like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Pick your position. I need you to do still the the big thing is the drills. You got to do the shuttle drill. You got to do the forty. You got to do a bunch of different long jumps. Um, right. I'm expecting like at least like a two minute recruiting video for sure. Wow, it's <laughs> gonna be awesome. God, <laughs> I like it. Both video punishments this year. They're gonna be hilarious. And one of them is a video editor. So Charlie, yours is gonna be expected to be better, no doubt. This that, this is part of why I was excited about it. Charlie and Tom are two creative guys. I know they'll they'll have fun with this, and uh, <laughs> hopefully that we get some good results and good laughs out of it. I'm excited. I think these are some of the best uh, best punishments that we've had. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Brent couldn't be here. Give him the Waffle House challenge. Get him in in and out of there in two hours. But I guess we'll have to save it for when he loses. <laughs> yeah, we definitely are saving that one for Chris. Yeah, Chris. In you know whatever year twenty twenty eight when he's in the toilet bowl. Well, uh, yeah. when his Could team next finally year. gets old. My prediction next year? next year. I don't think so. We'll see. <laughs> wow. John calls that Chris is making the toilet bowl next year. Put it in yeah. the comments. <laughs> Against me. That's my prediction. <laughs> Alex versus Nick for the title. Yeah, that's that's the bit, that's the most obvious choice if you ask me. <laughs> well, I think those are well, going to be great. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we got together for the podcast. Um it's exciting. There's a kind of a dry period now between now the NFL draft and then our draft. So hopefully we'll get some good content out of those guys too. Yeah, I'd appreciate so. it. Keep us keep us involved, you know, before the uh, for the draft. It's Hell gonna yeah. be a long off season, so we gotta have fun. Hell yeah! Thanks for being on, Anth. And congrats yeah. uh, again. Happy to host at any time. Excited to see you all next year. It, back battling it out, trying to take down the defending champ. All right, guys. Thanks for letting us join your podcast. We yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'm my, pl- my great pleasure. Great being on. <laughs> yeah, good to, thanks good for coming. Here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, let's enjoy these punishments. We'll find out after Tom picks first, right? Yeah, Tom will okay. pick first. Tom, you're on the clock. Tom's, Tom's on, on the, the clock. clock. See ya. <laughs>